The Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. New features like the available Pro Access Tailgate improves access to bed and cargo, including when towing a trailer, so it's easier to load in tight spaces. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro Access Tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. Ancestry DNA is a truly meaningful gift with the power to connect families over the holidays. I just did my Ancestry DNA test, and believe me when I say everything I thought about myself completely changed once I got the results of my Ancestry DNA. The story I knew of my family, completely different, and now I could go back and trace everything from the origins of my family. Ancestry DNA doesn't just tell you which countries you're from, but also can pinpoint the specific regions within them, giving you insightful geographic detail about your history. Listen, now that I know what I originally thought about my family tree is completely wrong, I can't wait to just dive in deeper to find more details, and again, that new family tree that I just found. Only Ancestry DNA uses the world's largest family history database to give a deeper and more detailed DNA story. You can combine what you learn from your DNA with over 100 million family trees and billions of records for more insight into your genealogy and origins. Save big on Ancestry DNA with special holiday pricing and spark meaningful conversations around the holiday dinner table. Believe me, there's going to be a lot of conversations around the LaGreca holiday dinner table. Give the gift that can unwrap their history. Head to my URL at Ancestry.com podcast to get your Ancestry DNA kit on sale today. That's Ancestry.com podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I break down the 2020 class of the WWE Hall of Fame. We know NWO is in. We know Dave Bautista is in. Who better to talk about it than a WWE Hall of Famer like Mark Henry? We also get into Seth Rollins' heel turn from Monday on Monday Night Raw. We get Mark's thoughts. And how about this? Three-time women's champion and two-time Divas champion, Melina, joins us in studio to talk about NWA power and NWA's pay-per-view into the fire on today's edition of the Busted Open Podcast. We got what we wanted, Dave. He has turned to the dark side. Come stand beside me and I will call you Vader. (laughs) That's what I wanted all along. I said it, Dave, months ago. Join the dark side, Seth. Go back to hating everybody. That's where his passion is. It's some people that that they they thrive off goodness. I'm going to fight the good fight. I'm going to stand before everybody, and I'm going to defend pro wrestling, and I'm not going to let people like Seth Rollins make this business go down. But then on the other side of that coin, you need somebody that's like, you're worthless to me. What do you give that makes it positive? What do you give? No matter how much I give, I can bleed. I can be away from my family. I can beat the best guy in the world twice. And what do you give me back? Criticism. You tell me I'm not good enough. You tell me I'm, I I, I, I stumble on my words. You tell me that I'm not, I don't believe you. You don't seem believable when every pro wrestler strives to put people in suspended belief and everybody pissed on him. And now 
all people can do is go, okay, maybe he's meant to be the bad guy. And I think that's what it is, Dave. I think Seth is meant to be the bad guy. And I think you're 100% right. And yesterday uh, we were talking about Seth, Bully, and I. And Bully said, are you ready to apologize? And I said, I'm not going to apologize because there's nothing to apologize for because I don't think Seth Rollins after WrestleMania 35 was very good. And I'm not talking about in the ring, Mark. You know, None of my complaints was about Seth Rollins in the ring, ever. But you know for a fact that going into WrestleMania 35, I had my doubts about Seth being yep. the guy. And I think those, you were right. those fears were right. And, and I'm not going to apologize because there's nothing to apologize for because I think what it brought us was like what you just said is the perfect fit for Seth Rollins. This character and this personality fits Seth Rollins like a glove. So it, if it meant like some rocky roads over the last three months to get where we are right now, I'm fine with it because it tells the story. Because everything that Seth Rollins said in that promo, Mark, is the absolute truth. Hey, I love this business. I love Monday Night Raw. I beat Brock Lesnar twice for you. You know what? You didn't appreciate it, so now I'm going to do it for me. Hey, that's realism, and realism always works in pro wrestling, and it definitely works in the story of Seth Rollins. Dave, you were right. You didn't have anything to apologize for, and you know Bully is Bully. Bully is going to give you – he wants you to eat crow. He wants you to go back and apologize because – it makes it makes him feel good <laughs> to to twist the screws on you. He likes to he, prove me wrong. He yes, yes, he wants to prove. You know, there's some people that they they want they rather have you. You know how you always say, "I don't want to say this, but I told you so." Yes, you do want to say it. You do want to say, "I told you so," and you can throw in a nan nanny boo boo if you want to do that too. Because that's exactly what the, that's just the child version of I told you so. So, you know what? Let bully be bully. I, listen, I, I, I'll defend myself if it came to that, but I have nothing to defend myself about because I agreed with you that Seth did not look comfortable standing there looking for the admiration of the crowd and it coming across as Seth is our guy. It never seemed like that. Wow. Never. He beat Brock and we were like, wow. I, I remember this. We did the show the day after SummerSlam in Toronto at the studio there. Yep. And you know what we said? You know what we said? We said, wow, Brock is awesome. What he did, never considered Seth and how he felt about what we were saying. We bigged up Brock. Yeah, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Brock got the love and he got the loss. He lost. And we bigged him up. And we didn't big Seth up. We just say, oh, that's that's Seth. He's he's a hell of a worker. But what we started talking about, man, does this does Brock getting Seth over like this mean that Brock could be in the Hall of Fame? That's what you said. Yeah. It's true. So 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 now you have our guy, Seth Rollins, come on TV. He grovels. It's almost like I say, I use the word grovel. He was begging for the crowd to say, hey, look at me. And you even said it on, on uh, hey, guys, it's me, Seth Rollins. I'm the champ. I, I got some pretzel rods and, <laughs> and coffee. Can I come to the party? Remember we humbly mocked him? Yeah, it was. I, I actually said I didn't Pepsi. mock him. but I, Yeah, I mocked <clears> him. I know you didn't. I said Pepsi and candy corn. When I said we, I meant us busted open guys. I know. And Bully did it too. And and I, I stood there beside him, but I said that I didn't like it. 
But what I wanted to see was him embrace the hate. And now he has. And I think we're going to get more than what we want. Because by the end of this year, this next year, Seth and AOP are going to write a story for the year that we won't forget because him as the bad guy with two guys like them, who's going to bounce all three of them around? I'll wait. Nobody is going to bounce them around. The only way that those three guys can get bounced around is if Brock Lesnar says, I need help. We, could you even fathom seeing Brock Lesnar ask for help? No. Brock is going to take some whoopings. Everybody else on that show is going to take an L. Seth is going to be almost unbeatable with those guys at his side. And I'm sitting here as a fan of pro wrestling thinking, wow, who can we put together that could rival Seth Rollins and AOP? Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Who do you think will be on last? That's a great question. Will it be Batista? Or will it be NWO? Um, or will it be somebody to be named later? Well, listen, if they get a bigger name than the NWO and Batista, this might be one of the this might be the best Hall of Fame class of all time. Um in my opinion, it should be the NWO. Um, the WWE, different, probably a different scenario. Uh, I think they'll go with Batista. Um, I, but if it was if it was me choosing, it would be the NWO. Well, I got some good news and some bad news. Okay. The which one you want first? I always like the bad news first. Okay, the bad news is you said that you didn't think that Batista deserved to be a first ballot, even though there's no such thing as a ballot. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I said he's a Hall of Famer without a doubt. I don't see him as a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm, mm. Hmm. That's the bad news because um, you have basically condemned yourself because the good news is um, I talked to Mr. Dave Batista and he'll be promoting a movie in January in New York City and uh, said that he would come on the show and would come into studio and he's going to kick your effing ass. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Because you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be there to pull him off you, but I'm, I'm thinking now that I may have to fly in just to make sure that you don't get beat up. All right, so, all right, this is fascinating to me because, and and listen, I've been getting a lot of social media, you know, a lot of tweets about it as well. To me, Batista's a Hall of Famer without a doubt. He's a Hall of Famer. By saying he's a Hall of Famer, Mark, I'm saying he was great, he excelled at what he did, and he's a legend. Can I, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Is Matt and Jeff Hardy Hall of Famers? They're definitely Hall of Famers. Yeah, of course first, they're Hall first, of Famers. First ballot in your book? Yes. Okay. Um, Christian, is he... Uh, Hall of Fame. Well, he's not. By the way, he's not. He's still not in the Hall of Fame. But I believe he should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm hoping this year is his year. Christian is a Hall of Famer. Yes. So why not Dave Batista, multiple time world champion? I, I, Mark, 
See, this is he is a Hall of Famer. I'm not questioning the fact that Dave Batista is a Hall of Dave Batista is a Hall of Famer. But you know, like I look at it like in the world of the NFL and every major league baseball, there's your Hall of Famer and then there's your first ballot Hall of Famer. Dave Batista's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm saying on the air right now, he is great. He excelled at what he did. He's in the Hall of Fame. To me, the first ballot, to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, you're among the icons of icons. To be a first ballot Hall of Famer, you are the greatest among the great. And I, I don't look at, that's the Ric Flairs. That's the Stone Cold Steve Austins. Those are first ballot Hall of Famers. I don't mm. put I don't put Dave Batista in the lineage of the Flares of of the Hogans of the Stone Cold Steve Austins. I don't put him in that category. But he's still a Hall of Famer. I'm still saying he's great. Now, if he gets upset at that to the fact that he wants to perform physical violence on me, then that's that's apples and oranges, man. He's still great. He's still a Hall of Famer, Mark. We put a lot of stock into what you do after wrestling, what you do outside of wrestling. You know, I've been, movies, television shows, people have done music. Mm-hmm. You know, Nicky, Nick, Mickey James is a, is a country western music star. Some people have done modeling, Nia Jax was a model, plus size model. Like Dave Batista is a major player in Hollywood now. Big multi-million dollar films. One of the largest grossing movies he was featured in of all time. Of all time, Dave. His star was just as big in wrestling. And a lot of people, there's a lot of fans that don't, you know, the kids of the world that, you know, they they they, they don't know Batista like they know, uh, let's say Seth Rollins. It's current. But he deserves to be mentioned with some of the best wrestlers that ever did it, in my opinion. And I also think that his star outside of pro wrestling has magnified the star in wrestling. What say you? If you're going to tell me that they're also going to factor in what he's done outside the world of pro wrestling. I didn't say factor in. I said shed a light on. Okay. If you if, all right, if you're gonna cream do, rises to the top, I agree. But do you, I, let me ask you this, Mark, and I think this is probably the more important question: Does it even matter? Does whether at the end of the day, if you're a Hall of Famer, does it matter if you were a first ballot Hall of Famer? Like this is a discussion. No, like, it, it it really doesn't. Like, re- but, in the grander scheme of things, it does not matter. I, you know, you you go on and you say, you know. The Hall of Fame 18 class. And you have the outstanding class that it was. Is there a difference between somebody has has an unbelievable career like Hillbilly Jim and Mark Henry? There's no difference. You're both in the Hall of Fame. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you're at the end of the day, you're a Hall of Famer. But I look at a Mark Henry differently than I do a Hillbilly Jim. That's not taking anything away from Hillbilly Jim. Here, here's the perfect example: the Nature Boy Ric Flair Woo. went in the weekend of his last match. Like to me, the Nature Boy Ric Flair is a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's a guy like, hey, as soon as he hangs up his boots. He's going in the Hall of Fame. The Undertaker, as soon as he hangs up his boots and he says, I'm done, he's a Hall of Famer, okay? The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan. That, those, those are the guys that are saying, hey, you know what? The day they decide that they're done, the next Hall of Fame class, they're going in. 
that's a. Sp- it's, but that's what Batista just did. He retired. Yeah, this that's year. what I'm saying. He, I don't put Batista in the same class as I do those iconic names that I just mentioned. That doesn't mean he's not great. That doesn't mean he's uh, not a legend. But man, when I think first bow, when I think you go in immediately, those are the names I think of. Okay, I get, I get what you're do saying. You know, do you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a greatness thing. It's yes. a Mount Rushmore yes. thing. Is I I get what you're saying, uh, God bully. I can't believe that this is gonna come out of my mouth. <coughs> it's hard. Hey, <coughs> have a sip of water. Hold on. <laughs> I don't agree. Okay. And Bullock's gonna be happy, and I I kind of hate that I'm making him happy. Oh, you love Bully at the end of the day. I love Bully. I, do. I, I do. love Bully at the end of the day. But, you know, we just think about things differently. He's more argumentative than I am. And I'm not used to not agreeing with you. Um, I think that it's important for the history's sake of wrestling that you have a Batista who was in a group, a faction with Ric Flair. And another great Randy Orton, and another great Triple H. Like evolution alone, that era in wrestling should cement his place in the Hall of Fame because they, everybody in that group, excelled at a high level, and. You're on. You're judged by the company you keep, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And Triple H and Ric Flair, God dang it, it's hard to get higher than that. So Randy and Batista being branches off that tree, it's the same tree, Dave. But that, and that's why he's a Hall of Famer. Like Triple H, you throw out Triple Triple H to me is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's a guy. I, that, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's a guy. Like as soon as Triple H says I'm done, he's he's he he he's a Hall of Famer. To me, Batista's a Hall of Famer, but he's not somebody I say, hey, that's a guy, man. When that guy says he's done, he's retired. The next step for him is him getting into the Hall of Fame. I just to to me, that's that's reserved for the icons of the icons. That's yeah. All. You're you're saying that. The guys that was the business. When you can say, man, that guy was the business. Yes. In is his right in the Hall of Fame as yes, he was the business. <sighs> Batista's not that guy. I'm sorry. He's a great great wrestler, Hall of Famer, and now he's a mainstream superstar. He's not on that list of the icons of icons. Just not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, now well, who, who could be who could be next then? Well, I'll, I'll just say this: looking, before we get there. Okay, I, when you asked me that, your original question was who should, you know, who should main event this class? I think it would be Batista because he's more than just a pro wrestler; he's a mainstream superstar. He's part of the Marvel universe, and that's the biggest thing in the world right now is being part of the Marvel universe. But to me, it's the NWO because. The NWO changed the landscape of the business. We would not we would not have had the Monday Night Wars if it wasn't for the NWO. Oh, oh, Mr. Carter. Oh, oh. Uh, yes, Dave, Mr. Henry. What if at Batista's ceremony into the Hall of Fame, the Guardians of the Galaxy came out? Like that How root cool. guy and and I am Groot. <laughs> if Groot came out, I'm losing my shit. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm losing it. Quill? Gamora? Rocket. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Tell me you won't lose it. Still think the NWO. NWO would kick the shit out of the Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> they had more members. <laughs>
If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. Back in the world of wrestling, back with the NWA, it's Melina. Melina, how are you? I'm doing good. It's good to have you in the studio. <laughs> it's good to be here. I'm excited. <laughs> so what's it like being back, being back in the world of wrestling, being back on TV? What's this experience been for you? Well, it's it's been great because, you know, I've missed it. A part of me has missed it as much as, like, I want to say, like, no, I want to leave and just start a new life and da-da-da-da-da. This is a part of my life. It's a part of me. So I can't walk away from it. But at the same time, it's odd because I've been away from it so long that I think, like, in my mind, I think that it could be like riding a bicycle, just go back into it and be okay. But I'm, I'm, it's still, I still need to, like, ease back into it. Like, being... there, there's some things that are needed. <laughs> well, you know what? When it comes to being a heel, I, as much as I'm good at it, it's difficult for me because all this time I got to be me and sharing the world, sharing myself and the kindness that I am, that I was raised to be with the world, that now whenever somebody boos me, I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then when I see little hands, <laughs> when I see little hands come out, I'm like, I can't be mean here, hugs. <laughs> I hug them all. I like, can't be mean to you. <laughs> well, speaking of, speaking of of, of love and, and, and admiration, uh, I am hearing on in the streets that you are one of the most well-respected uh, female wrestlers now, being that you're back and you can communicate with the future of wrestling. Uh, I mean, Thunder Rosa came on here and talked yep. unbelievably glowing about you. And I sat with Selena De Laurenta, who also uh, spoke so highly of you and, and said how much of a mentor that you've become uh, to the younger women in wrestling. Um, is that a role that you're trying to take on or is that it's just you're being you and it's just happening? If it happens, it happens. I'm not going to, going to try because if a person doesn't see you as a role model, then you can't force yourself to be one. And mm. I, part of me, my heart aches because I guess maybe because I look a little like younger than what I am, that people think I'm one of them when I'm hanging out with them. But the reality is, is I do have life experience. I do have um, years of experience in wrestling when it comes to having to go through all these things and TV experience. And I do want to teach that if I can, but you can only teach people who are willing to listen. So May, the business, the business acumen that you've acquired over these years, is that something that you're willing to share with them? Because a lot of the younger women don't realize that 10 years, not, not five years ago, that the way it is for women in wrestling now did not exist. And you were one of those people that went through the bullshit. And I remember watching you work in a time when you were, it was frustrating for you working the diva style because you were a wrestler and you had to play the role. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that that had some effect on you. Uh, you want to talk about it? Well, I the thing is, is yes, it did when it came to like being a wrestler and having to work as a diva. It it hurt me because I wanted to wrestle so badly. But then at the same time, I actually loved it because I had to learn to work with restrictions. So when you have restrictions, your mind gets more creative and has to go around all these rules to be able to create. When you have no rules, it's easier to work. But I love the fact that my brain had to be active with all these restrictions. So I, I am grateful for that era because it taught me to be more, um, to embrace the, my femininity. So I used to never put on makeup. I used to never like dress up. I used to be such a tomboy that wrestling actually taught me to be that, like to embrace that side of myself. And my mom was just so happy because my whole entire life she was wanting me to dress in dresses and all of this stuff, but I never did it. But. I embraced all that and that much more. I like wrestling taught me so much. We we walked to the ring a lot together. <laughs> yes. 
And, you know, when, when uh, you were managing you for a little me, bit, yes. yeah. And it was a little stint. And I was telling Dave and Alex and Gabby earlier that, you know, whenever you would come down to the ring, you would walk behind me. But then when you we got close to the ring, you would run and you would like jump up on the apron and do a split. And I would have to turn my back and walk to the crowd because it was a little bit too up close and personal. Oh, thank you for being respectful. <laughs> any any other any of the other boys would have been like, "What's going on here?" I only I only got caught once, and then I had to like you know go go to the crowd from then on. All all the guys were in the crowd were. Hey, Mark Henry, I see you. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. But you know what? The, the, the reason, too, that I had to be right there, like, to run in front of you before, like, there's to not leave that much gap is because I'd rather just be you than everybody else, like, all the fans and take all the pictures so then I won't see my butt on the internet. Like, you know, I was trying to think of all of this stuff. And I'm like, you oh, use me. I'm sorry. And, and, and to me, Mark, there's got to be a lot of pressure because you're doing that jump on the apron and doing that split. That's not. That's not a lot of room to do that split. Like that must have been a lot of pressure to be able to make sure you coordinated correctly that you don't fall. You know, I'm lucky. The funny thing is, is I just posted a, a tweet or reposted a tweet on on the um, on Twitter yesterday of the one time that I fell off the apron. Oh no, you did. I, <laughs> yes. I don't remember that. I did, and it was at it was for a pay per view too. It was, I think it was Survivor Series or something in two thousand. Don't don't maybe? tell them. They're gonna go back and look it up. Oh, no, I already posted <laughs> it. Posted I'm not afraid. It, so oh, I'm not afraid and embarrassed out of all the things. I have done and I, like everything that's happened in my life like I do not get embarrassed I've tripped and f fallen like in front of people like cute guys where I'm like oh my god I'm seeing you trying to flirt with them oh fall down the escalators <laughs> I mean stuff like that happens to me all the time this just happened to be worldwide <laughs> but once you go through stuff like that you're like eh, if that's the worst that happens to yeah, you you're lucky yeah. Anyway, I remember that because if I remember correctly you went back and did it again yes you you Wait a second. John you Cohen entered, the, you entered the ring. You entered the ring, and then you were like, "You know what? I'm doing that." And you left the ring and did it again. Am I right? Yes. That's amazing. Amazing. And then it was like everybody hated me for, for like completely. And then in that one split second, like everybody just like, ah, got the fans behind me without trying. I was like, you got I'm a little sorry. sympathy from everybody. I like it. They were I like so it. So sweet. And I'm glad you brought up the era when you're you're a, a multi-champion, women's champion, and, and divas champion. And with the way the WWE is with their women's division right now and the heights that they're hitting, a lot of people kind of sleep on that era that you were a part of. But, you know, when you have Mickey James and you have Gail Kim, I mean, that was a, at times an amazing roster when it came to that women's division in the WWE. But if you think about it, like ratings don't lie. So the ratings were always up. Mm -hmm. So as much as um, people want to say like, oh, it was, a, it was a bathroom break and da 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 was it really or is that what you're saying because it was trendy to say you didn't like it like nowadays um people jump on bandwagons when it comes to hating something because everybody else is doing it so it's trendy to be upset over something it's trendy to be, hate something and at that point in time it was trendy to hate the divas and i don't like i don't believe that anybody's gonna say we had gail kim natalia beth michelle mccool mickey myself and you can't deny that those women um, had and have talent. Yep, absolutely. You, you, that was something that I I never understood because the people that hated on the divas they they weren't really hating on you women as the divas. They were hating on the oil wrestling. They were hating on the jello. They were hating on the mud fights and the hair pulling and cat scratching oh, like no, that but, kind. Of, you know what? That's, but I that's what they in were hair hating pulling on. and scratching because you know if you get in a real fight, it's not going to be just like moves or anything. In a real fight, you're going to grab some hair and then you're going to like do whatever it takes to get at somebody. You could see stuff like where people are like, oh, putting my hair in a bun because I don't want anybody to grab it. You know that that's. You know, that's when you fight, that really happens. So stuff like that, I actually like that, bringing or keeping that kind of thing. But I think they just don't like, they didn't like what Diva represented as if um, we're not being able to showcase our athleticism. Yeah. 
Let's go into the NWA because now you are a big part of the NWA. Like yeah. you said, you're one of the most hated characters on NWA Power each and every Tuesday at 6.05. And a big pay-per-view coming up this Saturday you can see on Fight TV. And you're right back into the action again. Yes! So um, I'm really excited. It's going to be a tag match. And I'm definitely one of the people who are going to go up against Allison Kay and um, Ashley Vox. Yep. Um, I've decided... For everybody that I am going to decide who my partner is, I haven't thought of it yet, which one, but I'm going to make the choice. So we shall see who I pick, but... Between Thunder Rosa and Marty Bell, you haven't, yes. have you made your decision yet? No, I'm still thinking about it. To Look me, at that's Dave, like two... crying for an excuse. I'm not crying for anything. I want to be surprised, but who is it? Awesome. <laughs> that look that you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Smiles and then uh, seriousness. Who is it? <laughs> because yeah, both, both, you gotta wait for the moment here. <laughs> I, I, I'm not that. Uh, so uh, because both are extremely talented. When and, yes. and Mark said we just had Thunder Rosa on. Like you said, Thunder Rosa talked about you being such an inspiration. But you have two very talented wrestlers to pick from. Yes, and then we have to figure out a game plan and how we're moving forward and all of that. Once I we figure that out, that's how I'm gonna make my choice when it comes to who's gonna be tagging with me. I like it. I, a little strategy, Mark. You have in to. making that decision, you know? Mm, if you don't walk into situations with a strategy, then you're just, you're limiting your, um, your possibilities there. You should always have plan A, B, C, D, all the way up to Z. You never know Well thought out. Mm -hmm. See, You see that? Yeah, all you young women out there in the business and guys uh, have a plan B mm -hmm. and C and D. Don't, don't just put all in your life. eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can never do that. All right, how, how, what's it like being a part of the NWA? You know, we had Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan live in studio not too oh. long ago, and, and the show is doing extremely well. What's it like being a part of NWA Power? Oh, it's wonderful. Like, I really didn't like. Uh, well, I thought my time was done. I was like, no, I never want to go back into like a TV environment. There, there's politics and all this stuff, and I'm getting older. And I thought, like, no, I don't want to go through that scenario ever again. Like, I'm done. I had a good run. I have nothing to prove. But here, you had a good run. Yeah, I did. I represented all Latinas. Like, for a person who, like, everybody told me you would never get the title because of my ethnicity and all this stuff. You I were got five You were told that yeah. seriously. Yeah, so I got five titles. I like I did so much. I was part of like first, um, like first I quit match, first false count anywhere match. I made history. I was able to hold two two um, championships, so the divas and the women's. Wrestled with um, women that I grew up watching and I loved and admired and respected. Um, worked with. Um, and like Eddie Guerrero, Ric Flair, like Mark Henry, like worked with so many amazing people mm -hmm. that I just looked up to. Like I had a great career for a person who like grew up like with two um, teenage parents who didn't think that we like we would have much in life. I got to do so much that I never thought possible. I'm wow, grateful. what a blessing! Yeah, I'm grateful for every don't, moment. Don't make me, don't make me cry. You know <laughs> you I'm a softie. <laughs> Oh my God. So, I, I'm going to be surrounded by people crying. What? So when it comes to NWA, they told me what was going on, and I saw the people in it, and I talked to everybody, and I watched their product. Like, I went to their show and watched, and everybody was – everybody knows their worth. Nobody is trying to screw each other because everybody doesn't have anything to prove where it comes to stabbing somebody in the back to get a spot. They're there for a reason, and everybody's secure with who they are. Everybody's secure with each other's talents, and it's a family. I never thought I'd ever see that where everybody's a family and we're here supporting each other, and it's not just talk of saying it. We're actually doing it. Yeah, and and Mark, you know, because you know there was the unfortunate situation with Jim Cornette, and the one thing you know that this is a tough band of people is that it's not affecting. Not only the work, but the talent pool that's involved in it. And that's really when you have a little bit of adversity, yeah. that's when you know that you have a strong team and a strong locker room. And I yeah. think, you know, the way that this show and the way that the talent pool has bounced back from that. And again, when down the road, you're not even going to remember that that even happened because, it's true. you know, because it's unfortunate. And we, we we've talked about it at length, but like. Here's where the proof is in the pudding is this show on Saturday night. And, like, your match and, you know, Nick Aldis has been an amazing champion going up against James Storm. This is where you're really going to see what this talent pool is all about. 
Yes, I'm so excited. And also we have um, Ken Anderson versus Eli Drake. Like you have two phenomenal talkers yep. at, going at it. And it's just people like that. Like there's so much great talent that we've seen in the past in multiple um, organizations. And to be able to witness this, ah. Uh, I'm just like, like really up close and personal. Yes, too. and they've already made um, sold more pay per views already, um, more than what was it NWA 70, yep, 70th yep. anniversary. It was and Nick Aldis and Cody Rhodes was the main event, so they've already squashed that record, which is amazing. And Mark Rock and Roll Express are your NWA tag team champions. I, I mean, know I, it. I mean, it's amazing. I know it. And, and you know what? Like it never. Like we always talk about stuff getting old. They they're like the. Uh, they never get old. No, like the just... the style of of tag wrestling, I think they help perfect it, and they still are out there moving like a young guys. And um, you know, you you know the history, you know where they've come from, and how long they've been in the business. But if somebody you know was like looking at their style and says. Wow, I've seen that somewhere else. That's because of tag wrestling mm -hmm. today emulates those guys. You get yeah. to see it up close and personal every week on every brand of wrestling. The the world of tag wrestling has stolen and and not in a bad way, but they've they've emulated them in the business and it's a credit to them being a great tag team. Yes, and that they're still going to and still showing the world like what it's supposed to be and how it could look like. Yeah, what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. I need you, Melina, to do me a favor because there's been a rumor going around about me, and I'm wondering oh. if yeah, and I'm wondering <laughs> if you could finally squash the rumor. Could you please tell everybody that's listening in the entire Busted Open Nation that I am not question mark? A lot of people think. <laughs> That I am the question mark, and if you can get, you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't even know who question mark is. So you could be. What if karate? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. That's yeah, it. I don't think I am. Yeah, I, don't think I, am. I know it's not you now. <laughs> it was all in that movement. And, I, and, and honestly, I think that's like a really good example of you never know what's going to strike and what's going to hit. With wrestling fans, I mean, I don't think anybody <laughs> expected like Question Mark to be like the hottest wrestler right now in the NWA. But honestly, and you know this from all your years and, and the experience, you really never know what's going to hit and strike with wrestling fans. Yeah, once something, once some people see something and you connect with it, it's in there. It's in your heart forever. You go, like you want to continue to like follow it and see it. So Question Mark, like I think it's like brilliant. It's so brilliant. That I just I want to see what he does next, and, yeah, and he's <laughs> or where good. he shows up next too. Because when I started seeing him at conventions, I was like, "Yes, you have to be <laughs> everywhere." <laughs> um, what do you think about Nick Aldis? Uh, you know, the representative oh. of the NWA. What's your thoughts on uh, Nick Aldis? Well, I think he's wonderful. Like, okay, so I I look at him and I don't know whether like to hate him or love him, but I do as a as a person. I do think he's amazing. So that's why. I, he is great as a champion in my eyes because the way he carries himself, the way he carries that title, the way he he um, wrestles and what he believes when it comes to wrestling and then his family and everything like it. You know, I think I think the world of, of that man. But, you know, I, I guess I do have to question how he t uh, talks to Camille, but Camille's OK. Camille's like, I don't know. Camille's it seems right. lately. Like, you know it seems lately. She know, wants to not talk. <laughs> She's okay with not talking. That's. I think that's her, and not him. I'm glad that you're here to interview, <laughs> not Camille, because it would wouldn't be a very good interview with Camille. <laughs> just, you wouldn't say we might as well have Mr. Met on. You know, but it's she like, has not great saying. facial expressions. <laughs> And she's causing and a beautiful face. She does, and you know, yeah. she does have a beautiful face, right? <laughs> Dave, why are you laughing? I can't give you a compliment. I'm not you laughing. You laugh. You had it's a sneaky fat. laugh. 
It's just you, the way you said it, Mark. That's all. I'm, that's, I'm you not laughing. I'll just shut good, up. I'll just no, shut no, up. As he's on his phone, and then you could see Mark's probably like, let's he's go on, on Camille's he's, Instagram. He's Googling Camille. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Right, well, he's Googling Camille. Uh, you don't have anywhere to go, right? Can you hang with us a little yeah. bit longer? Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Jimmy Corderas hit us up again. Jimmy Corderas. Oh, my, I love Jimmy. And he said to ask you, Melina, about abusing the referee at... Uh, the London and Kendrick Judgment Day, 2006. You know, I don't remember. That was so long ago. Why do we have to bring up old stuff where I abuse yeah, people? Jimmy. Why the why negative, Jimmy? Because you know why, Melina? Let me he tell you He probably had it. He had it coming. He had it coming. He deserved it. You're abusing people now. You're abusing people now <laughs> on NWA Power. You're bad. You're bad. If you're, I don't get bad. caught, it doesn't mean anything. It's not, it doesn't count. You think and just their, because you're and a it's their legend, fault for allowing me to do it. You just walk out of NWA power and do whatever you want. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm throwing a dog stuff. too. <laughs> boo you. Boo you. Boo you, Melina. Boo. Well, I'm a ref too, you know. I'm a ref too. <laughs> yeah. She's I'm licensed in about 25 states. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> if so I said it, it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? If I don't see it, it doesn't count. That's right. Jimmy Cordero was the king of that. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy wore bifocals to the ring. <laughs> Jimmy Cordero, if there was a Hall of Fame oh, for referees, Jimmy Cordero, to me, is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, wait. Did I do that to Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, that's Jimmy Cordero. Well, that's, yeah. Jimmy, that's why he, he called it. I thought he was standing was... up. I thought he was standing up for something like, oh, no, Jimmy, I love you. Did, did I? Jimmy, did you get in a nut shot did or I something? Or yeah, what did you do? In the face? I don't know. I don't remember what I did. Jimmy's got to call in now. However yeah. much I hit you, however hard I hit you, that's dark. how much I love you, Jimmy. No. <laughs> 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 oh man, that says a lot. That's that's whoa. Careful guys. <laughs> What's it like Careful. for you, Melina, now being back on pay per view? Because this is like this is a big deal. Like you said, the pay per view uh, uh, buys are already higher than they've ever had, and this is this is pretty big. Obviously, busted open has talked in a lot about uh, NWA power. We have James Storm, who's challenging for the NWA championship, coming on with us on Friday. What's it like oh. being back on pay per view? Even though it, you're the most hated person on uh, NWA power. <laughs> It's still, you know, I thought I was going to be prepared for the hate where I'm like, you know what? I've been there, done that, never affects me. And then little parts of me, it's like, oh, they hate me. <laughs> it's like, they hate me a little too much. And then you get in the car and you just laugh. To <laughs> but, you, but you know what, Melina? When you first made that appearance and you had a strong like debut on NWA Power, like the fans see you. You came from the crowd. You came from, you came down from the crowd. Like it's. You did a great job because people automatically want to cheer you. So you did a really good job of switching that emotions of that crowd because they're ready to applaud you. And then by the end of the segment, they hated you. That's, that's, that's an art to be able to do that. But part of me thinks it's also because it's a female telling the truth that talks a lot. People like the society still hasn't accepted that yet, so they will boo that because in reality, everything I said was truth. It's true, <laughs> it was truth, and they hate me for it. But it's probably mostly because how I say it, though, it's because of that arrogance. But I see it as just confidence. I'm just confident in that, in my yeah, ability, and what I've seen and done, <laughs> mm-hmm. and what I'm. I have a question of. for you, and this is kind of you know unrelated. <laughs> um. Have you ever been to wrestler's court? You know, you weren't there for it? Uh-uh. What did you do? <laughs> you went to wrestler's I, court? I breathed. <laughs> I existed. That's what happened to me. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about it. I, I just brought it up, really, to uh, the fact that, did you see the Tommy Dreamer being the judge and 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 uh and wrestlers court. Yeah, no. it was on Impact. It was on Impact Wrestling. Oh, so this was, was a, a it was a TV thing. Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that was a bit. Absolutely hilarious. You got to see it? that. You got to <laughs> see it. I just won't do that for you. Like in your spare time, you get by yourself. Like maybe Alex will even send you a clip. Yeah. Like yes. you have got to see it. It is hilarious. It was Joey Ryan. It was Joey Ryan, and you know yeah. Joey Ryan uses his Joey, you know, he went his wah wah. You know. <laughs> 
And, uh, and, and it's Wawa. You know. Dave is so explicit on I, this show. Now that I and drive Melina into Wawa's, in. it's not going to be the same anymore when I drive it to a Wawa's. Oh, you ruined it for me. Oh, the, do you know the story <laughs> behind not. Wawa's? I mean, there's a reason why they're called Wawa's. Oh, my yeah. goodness, no. Oh, I got to hear this truck bullshit stop story. St- truck stop stories. <laughs> Tell oh, me this my. bullshit story right now. <laughs> anyway, Joey Ryan was in <laughs> In uh, wrestlers' court, so you were in wrestler. You don't have to tell why. I know that's like a, a secret thing. But oh, I'm gonna end up like making everybody sad and stuff. Well, you were, you know, the, there's a rule about wrestlers' court. What's the rule? The, the judge can always be bribed in wrestling. I should have so known. So it's best to just throw yourself on the mercy of the court, buy a fifth or a, a gallon of Jack Daniels, and give it to the judge and say, "Hey, I, I'm sorry." And that's all you got to do. But everybody denies it and argues the fact. And I want a lawyer and all of this bull. Just throw yourself on the mercy of the court and keep it moving. I've never been to one, so I never, I was, I never knew what was like what happened. And then when I realized anything I said didn't really matter, I just stayed quiet yep. and then cried <laughs> and then cried the whole entire time. <laughs> I just paid off the judge. I, like, I, I went to wrestlers court. <laughs> Uh, me and D'Lo Brown, Smart. we were late to we we were late to like three shows. Like oh, wow. I mean, we Jeez. got we got to we get. But you know why we were late, right? Mm-mm. You know why we were late? Why working out? Because we were at the gym with The Rock. Oh, and Dwayne <laughs> was the latest human being of all human oh. beings. Oh. So we, me and D'Lo, we got caught up in the wash. So I said, Martha D-Lo was like, <laughs> I forgot. Every time we say wash, we have to say Martha Wash from now. Uh, so we got caught up in the Martha Wash. And we had to pay the, like, we, JR, Jim Ross, fined us oh. both $1,500 a piece. Uh. Yeah, wasn't our fault. And <laughs> I had, we had to stop by the liquor store because. I had counsel. You know, I'm always going to ask a bunch of questions. So I was like, look, man, I've never been to wrestler's court, man. I'm scared to death. Like, what do I do? And they said, listen, the judge can always be bought. That's the way it works. Go to the liquor store, get a gallon of whatever they like, put it on the desk and say, I throw myself on the mercy of the court. And that's what I did. And I, we both got off nice. oh, with yes. no punishment, nice, <laughs> only nice. fines. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.